Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of February 11th, 2024. There are a few stories about the Mercury conjunct Pluto transit last week that I want to bring your attention to. We knew there would be big news during this transit because it was at zero degrees of Aquarius. And zero degrees of any sign, when there's a conjunction there, there tends to be a story that gives us insight into what's coming up as well as that makes big news. Massive storms in California left over a million people without power because there was such humongous wind gusts is part of the reason the storms were so bad. There was even discussion about a funnel cloud or mini tornado that touched down in California, which is highly unusual. It coincided with Mars in Capricorn, sextile Neptune in Pisces, and that literally is mudslides. Capricorn is Earth, Mars, violent Earth, essentially. Sextile Neptune and Pisces, mudslides, all this water and mud from these big storms. So it makes one wonder if California is going to have to deal with rolling blackouts or other problems dealing with, you know, heavy winds putting pressure on the infrastructure. If this is just a one-off event or is this starting a new cycle of events? We shall see what comes of this. The other story I want to bring to your attention is that King Charles, it was announced that he has cancer. He is a five degrees of Leo ascendant. And the full moon we had a couple of weeks ago was at five Leo. And when people have full moons across their ascendant descendant, that can be a time where health events come to their attention because the ascendant literally is our physical body. It speaks to our vitality. And his moon is at zero degrees of Taurus. The moon speaks to our physical environment as well as our body, as well as our feelings and things like family, home, and foundations. And his moon is in his very public 10th house. Pluto and Mercury met at zero degrees in his sixth house of health, squaring his natal moon in his 10th house. And it was announced Mercury announces that he has cancer. He is also having his third Saturn opposition. And this can be a time where something outside of ourselves, oppositions come in from other people or events that test us, put pressure on us, force us to mature, force us to face obstacles. He has his natal Saturn in, in Virgo. And Virgo is a sign of health. Virgo rules the intestines. And Saturn is in Pisces, a sign of things dissolving. 
they have not said what the type of cancer is, but he's been open about his health issues. So it wouldn't be surprising if it was some kind of in intestinal problem as Saturn rules his sixth house of things that go wrong with our health. The sixth house is more about illness and the first house is about vitality. So the full moon, he got news about his vitality and he's in his Saturn opposition and it is a health problem. The Jupiter-Uranus conjunction is one of the biggest transits of the year and that is happening on April 20th and Jupiter rules royalty and Uranus upheaval and upsets and both himself and Kate Middleton are having health problems. Prince Harry's going back to England, so it'll be interesting to see if there's any kind of him stepping down or change in the royal structure. I don't really follow the royals. We'll see if something comes up related to the Jupiter-Uranus conjunction closer to the day. Also, Taylor Swift made a surprise announcement about her next album. And her Venus is at one degrees of Aquarius. And so the Mercury-Pluto conjunction was on her Venus. And the album is called Tortured Poet. Torture is a Plutonic topic, and Venus rules poets. It is going to drop on April 19th, the day before the Jupiter-Uranus conjunction. So this is right in line with the astrology. Jupiter rules celebrities and Uranus a surprise. And I wonder if this album is really going to take on her critics. She has been getting just bombarded with there is a lot of just negativity about her potentially endorsing Biden. I think I talked about this last week and, and the, the MAGA people are going insane and the, the attacks on her have taken on a very vicious nature. And the theme of this week is tortured poet. And there are three big things I want you to think about as we navigate this week. The first is that Mars will enter the sign of Aquarius on Monday until March 22nd. Mars rules energy, drive, conflict. Mars strives, Mars achieves. Mars is the primal force that gets us out of the bed. And Aquarius is the sign of the revolutionary. And Mars in Aquarius, the sign of the collective, we may see more people banding together for protests. There is so much going on in Europe about the farmers banding together. Again, this is Jupiter conjunct Uranus in the sign of Taurus. Jupiter makes everything bigger. Taurus is a sign of the land. Uranus, these farmers going, they've been going to government buildings, spraying them with manure. My understanding is they're very angry about their profits being squeezed by government regulations. They've been like encircling cities or encircling city halls and doing all kinds of stuff in, in Europe. So we may see more of that, especially because as soon as Mars goes into Aquarius, it's conjunct Pluto. So notice if there's any kind of big boycotts announced. Aquarius is an air sign about communication. There may be escalating violence in the collective or more 
just a big uptick in in conflict. I'm very concerned about what's going on in the Middle East. But for in our own lives, you can think about, is there some kind of actions that you want to take in order to bring more equality and justice in your local community or on the world stage? You may see a lot of people doing things that seem out of this world wild when Mars goes into Aquarius and meets Pluto. Something may make big news about a criminal, a group of people banding together to do criminal actions, maybe like running into a store trying to steal a bunch of stuff. This has become a huge problem in cities. We're having Saturn and Pisces, so the order is basically dissolving. If you are interested in embarking on a journey of self-discovery through the lens of the moon, please consider joining me for my Moon Mastery course. I'm going to be teaching this five-week program for Synchronicity University and working with an organization of this scale has allowed me to only charge $5 a class. If you can afford more, please consider another option. In this class, you will learn everything about the natal transit and progress moon. And by the end, you will have a new perspective to make more conscious decisions, improve personal relationships, and achieve your goals in life. Class begins on Monday, March 5th. And if you miss a class, you can view the recording. Go to synchronicityuniversity.com to sign up today. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that Venus, the planet of love, beauty, and harmony, Venus rules relationships of all kinds, as well as resources, will go into the sign of Aquarius on Friday until March 11th. Aquarius rules groups and friends and organizations. In general, this is a great transit to like have a party, get together with your friends and do something fun. Now, as soon as Venus goes into Aquarius, it meets Pluto. So notice if there is upheaval or power struggles or breakdowns, Pluto can break things down to the studs in order to be rebuilt in between relationships between people and groups and, and friends. There may be some, uh, there, there will be big news on the world stage because they're meeting at zero degrees of Aquarius. This could have to do with like some kind of parliament or Congress. It's called tortured poets because these, these transits are very activating for Taylor Swift. Her Venus is at one degree of Aquarius. The last thing I want to make you aware of is that we're having a first quarter moon at 27 Taurus on Saturday, February 17th. This first quarter moon is going to be pretty potent. I expect there will be something in the news that may have be catastrophic because 27 degrees is right next to Algol, which is at 26 degrees of Taurus. And Algol is one of the most feared fixed stars. People all over the world, even cultures who had never met each other, noticed 
its activations corresponded with difficult events. So the sun will be at 27 of, of Aquarius at this first quarter moon. That is the seven of swords in the tarot deck, a card of strategy. Now it's also about betrayal. The Sabian symbol is a tree felled and sawed to ensure a supply of wood for the winter. This is symbolic of gathering resources in order to prepare for harder times. Also, you can think about hoarding supplies or destroying the old for modern advances. The moon at 27 Taurus, the tarot correspondence is the seven of pentacles. This is a card about putting in the hard work and the diligence. It's about developing mastery by repetitively repeating things. It corresponds to Saturn in Taurus. I wrote down body blows. The Sabian symbol is a woman in middle life stands in rapt sudden realization of forgotten charms and unexpected recovery of romance. So this could be renewal in love, awakening to the promises of life, sudden, just sudden awakenings. So for this first quarter moon, I suggest you consider what is it that you want? Can you develop the strategy and the tactics for the next plan of attack? You may be surprised at how much you can accomplish and what new gems are available to you. And remember, you can change your life with a smile and a hello. The moon phase family of this lunation cycle was seated on May 19th, 2023, when the sun and the moon both met at 28 degrees of Taurus. We come to February 16th, this Friday, where the sun is in Aquarius and the moon is in Taurus at 27 degrees. The full moon will be on November 15th of this year, where the sun is in Scorpio and the moon is in Taurus, both at 24. And the last quarter moon on August 25th of 2025, the sun in Leo, the moon in Taurus, both at 23 degrees. So since Algol was activated, I went back and looked to see what was happening back at the new moon. And there was a massive earthquake, a 7.7 .7 earthquake in the Southern Pacific that set off to tsunami warnings. This was also the time where Disney decided to cancel some multi-billion dollar project in Florida. The governor there, Ron DeSantos, has decided to take on Disney for some unknown, some crazy reason. The biggest employer, he's done so much to cause problems for the company. They decided to cancel this huge project, and it was a financial catastrophe for the state. So if you have planets or points near 27 degrees of Taurus, there may be a story in your own life. You can look back to when it was seated last May and see if there is a story that started back then that has some kind of pivot point now. I suggest giving two weeks on either side. So look at it loosely. 
On Sunday, the word of the day is melancholy. We start the week with the moon in Pisces. This is a mutable water sign. And when there's a moon in Pisces, there's always a sense of endings. The Super Bowl is on Sunday. It looks like it's going to be a pretty exciting game. When the game starts, Chiron and the North Node are at the top of the chart. So I'm a little concerned about an injury. Chiron is in, they're in Aries, which could be a head wound. Mars and Pluto are angular on the descendant. So this to me suggests that mm, in Aquarius rules the ankles. I wondered when I first looked at this chart, there, there's a couple of things that made me think that someone that there may be some kind of injury to one of the players, like someone could break an ankle or something like that, or their shin. Mm, hopefully not. Anyway, maybe what I'm seeing is just a really, really exciting, intense game that there's a lot of hard-charging body blows. I wonder if there'll be like a big call that's very controversial. The moon is near Neptune, so there can be some confusion. We shall, we shall see what happens with the Super Bowl. It's interesting that the descendant is one Aquarius, which is Taylor Swift's Venus. So... I'm sure if she does make it to the game, there will be a lot of attention on her. On Monday, the word of the day is reboot. The moon will enter the sign of Aries at 5.25 a.m. Pacific time. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. There's always a sense of newness with the moon in Aries. It's a great time to move your chi to get some exercise in order to metabolize the fiery energy of Aries. High Road Aries is pioneering. So is there something you could put down that you maybe want to bring back and get started again? There's going to be a waxing crescent moon at 8 Aries at 5.40 p.m. So you should go and look at your goals for this month that you've created at, when you set your intentions and take some action on them. You may see the light. You may see, like, you when the waxing crescent moon brings some forward momentum in Aries, hopefully you feel enthusiastic. Now, Mars will enter Aquarius at 10.04 p.m. It's a little concerning that Mars is entering Aquarius with the moon in Aries, because this suggests people are really fired up, ready to go, willing to be in conflict. If you are embarking on a new journey, experiencing a major life event, feeling stuck, trying to make a difficult decision, or just looking to make positive changes, astrology can provide life-changing insights. There are several ways to work with me. You can come for a 30, 60, or 90-minute astrology consultation depending on your needs. Ask me a burning question and I'll record a video for you. Engage in longer-term cosmic success coaching where we work together on a three-month basis to help you overcome blocks, improve your life satisfaction, build better relationships, accomplish your career goals, and understand yourself better using the tool of astrology. Or mystic mentoring if you're an aspiring astrologer and want help with chart analysis techniques. 
Go to astrologybyceleste.com to check out my offerings. If you have any questions, you can email me at celeste at astrologybyceleste.com. On Tuesday, the word of the day is dreamy. Venus is in Capricorn and sextile Neptune and Pisces. They're both at 26 degrees. So this can be like rose-colored glasses. This could be someone falling in love just or feeling melancholy at loss. Mars and Pluto are conjunct on this day. Now, Mars-Pluto can be incredibly sexy. So this could be, well, you know, it's a day before Valentine. So people are really getting it on with this energy. Hopefully everybody's getting along in a, a, a positive way. There could also be potentially someone looks at someone's phone and the dream state is broken when they realize they've been cheated on. Pluto can often be involved with triangulation where there are three people involved in a story. On Wednesday, the word of the day is engagement. The moon will enter Taurus at 7.02 a.m. Pacific time. I love a Taurus moon. The moon is exalted in this sign where it's lifted up. It has a special seat at the table. And with Jupiter and Venus in, in, in Taurus, I think there could be potentially a lot of engagements on this day. I was a little concerned. I was telling people to celebrate at home because the Mars-Pluto, to me, could be symbolic of a lot of violence, maybe even targeting people going out for Valentine's Day. So I don't know. Anyway, I hope you have a very happy Valentine's Day. You might want to consider celebrating at home. On Thursday, the word of the day is healing. Mercury in Aquarius is sextile first Chiron in Aries, and then the North Node in Aries, both at 16 of their respective signs. Everything's at 16 degrees. So if you have anything around 16 degrees, there may be a story in your life. Now, Chiron's the wounded healer, and it can wound or heal. This Mercury in Aquarius can be someone who feels like an exile and is angry that they don't have love in their life and decides to take it out on other people. So this is part of the reason why I thought there would be it may just be a lone wolf going out rampaging and trying to hurt people out ce celebrating Valentine's Day. You know, these transits come in a couple of days. The energy perfects on Thursday, but it's it's hanging in. The, it, it's already coming in earlier in the week. So this is why I'm suggesting you stay home for Valentine's Day. Yeah, because with the Mars-Pluto conjunction, there could be a lot of violence in the collective. On Friday, the word of the day is gargoyle. We have the first quarter moon at 27 Taurus at 7 a.m. And it's conjunct the fixed star Algol. And the Medusa myth is associated with this star. And Medusa was a beautiful maiden who was attacked in Athena's temple by Poseidon and was punished and turned into a hideous monster. Um, if people looked upon her, they would turn to stone and her her hair was snakes. So notice if you see imagery of, of Medusa or see gargoyles on buildings or there's any news about gargoyles on buildings over the next week with the first quarter moon activating this. And I'm calling this episode Tortured Poets because 
the the MAGA nation or whatever they call themselves are trying to demonize Taylor Swift and turn her into a monster. I really hope she gives it to them with her new album. Venus will enter Aquarius at 8.04 a.m. Pacific time. So this is a wonderful time to do some fun things with your friends. Or consider getting together and doing something charitable with a group of people. The moon will enter the sign of Gemini at 11.39 a.m. Pacific time. Gemini is mutable air. It's a great time for socializing. If you're in a meeting, when the moon moves from Taurus to Gemini, make notice if they're all of a sudden the people start talking quicker or more animatedly. Gemini moons are a great time to learn new things, socialize, reach out to your siblings or neighbors. Now on this day, Mercury squares Uranus. So Mercury in Aquarius, Uranus in Taurus, they're both at 19 degrees of the respective sign. This is a big transit, and there could be something catastrophic happening, happening on this day. With the moon in Gemini, it could be some kind of transportation accident. Hopefully, it won't be a school shooting. There could be some airline problem, violations of land boundaries, both World War II and the war in Ukraine started when Mercury squared Uranus. A tribunal, like when I looked at this, I'm wondering, actually, I'm wondering if this might be some kind of group like the UN or the World Health Organization or something like that formalizes a statement about what's going on in Israel and that take action is taken against Israel or accusing them of war crimes. So we shall see what, what there's likely going to be big news. On Saturday, the world of the day is fallout. Venus will be conjunct Pluto at zero degrees of Aquarius on this day. I wrote down peace is obliterated. Let's hope not. Yeah, this week could be very violent and chaotic in the collective. If it is, it's great to remember to Use your tools in order to keep yourself calm. It may just be people coming together to take action for fairness, but I, yeah, it's, it, it's going to be a wild ride. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories, or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care, and I will catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 